Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala Resulullah ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ecma'in. One of the questions that we all probably commonly find ourselves reflecting upon internally and perhaps we've had these discussions and conversations with those around us, with friends, with family members, with fellow Muslims, fellow congregants. And this question revolves around the idea, the larger question, how can I maintain some of this momentum after the month of Ramadan? How can I keep some of it going? How can I keep those wheels turning? Because especially if a person had a major positive shift during this month, they're probably wondering about that question, especially perhaps more than many others, because there's this fear of going back to how things were before the month of Ramadan. And there can be this sense of desperation, of, of worry in connection with what am I supposed to do after the month of Ramadan. During the month of Ramadan, it's amazing how much communal support you have, how much nur, how much light, how much positive momentum the entire ummah has. And we ask Allah to accept from all of us, Amir Rabbil Alameen, Within each and every one of us, there's some connection with this question, but it's especially relevant for those who have made major shifts for the better. So maybe somebody, they went from not praying at all before the month of Ramadan, and then the month of Ramadan came, and now they find themselves praying two, three, four times a day consistently. And they're loving it, and they, they appreciate the sweetness of it so much. And it gives them so much. There can be this pondering, this wondering internally, how can I keep this going afterwards? And the good news is there are ways that we can keep some of this momentum going even after the month of Ramadan. And one of the most effective things that we can hang on to and cling to is the Qur'an itself. If you take a step back and you think about it, the month of Ramadan, Allah Azza wa Jal describes it as the month of Qur'an. شَهْرُ رَمَضَانَ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنِ إِنَّا فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ SubhanAllah, because that one night was so powerful and momentous and positive, impactful and effective, as a result, Allah Azza wa Jal gave us an entire month. And it's not an entire month every 10 years. It's not an entire month every century. It's an entire month every year. And by His grace and His mercy, Allah Azza wa Jal placed that special night in the end of the month to give us the first few weeks to get ready for it, to purge, to detox, to clean up our act. Even within the month of Ramadan, before we embark on that journey of the last 10 nights of Ramadan. All because that one night was so impactful, so powerful, so important, so significant. That Allah gave us this entire month, this entire month, because of that one, that one special night, subhanAllah. How momentous and how significant that night was. So, it was so impactful that we're still affected by it until now. Here we are in a totally different part of the world, in the city of Mecca, where the Prophet revealed, uh, excuse me, received revelation initially, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We're quite distant from that mountain, from that specific geographic location. 
But the message has carried through time and place. The message has carried from one generation to the next, to the next, to the next, until we have it with us here today. And it all started, It all started, If we can maintain some kind of, even if it's small, but a practical, realistic relationship with the Qur'an, ideally on a daily basis, just like we need oxygen, just like we need food and drink. That's what this month shows us. That when the stomach is more empty, it can be an opportunity to make the heart more full. So how can we maintain that spiritual diet after the month of Ramadan? No one is saying for any of us to maintain that Ramadan level outside the month of Ramadan. That, that, that's not an expectation for any of us. Even the Prophet himself had a, had a special gear that he would go to just for the month of Ramadan. So before and after was one thing, but during the month of Ramadan, there was, there was a, 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 a unique level that the Prophet would, would go to والسلام, especially in connection with his, with his generosity as a result of his Qur'an so if we can manage to hang on to that rope and to cling on to that and to maintain some kind of consistent habit, some kind of routine, whenever is easiest for someone. For someone it's easiest to connect with even five minutes of Qur'an which will definitely go a long way. For some people in the morning because of their routine. For some people the middle of the day, for some people the evening, for some people two out of these three, all of these three, some people they were graveyard shift and for them the best window of time is in the middle of the night when they have their lunch break. It may seem odd to others but if someone's in those circumstances that if that's what works, that's what works. But the idea is if we can maintain some kind of consistent, healthy relationship with this book, with the Qur'an, then that's how we can maintain some type of level of sweetness that we've tasted in the month of Ramadan, even outside the month of Ramadan. And then through that relationship with the Qur'an, a person will find themselves enjoying their prayer a little bit more. It's like one drop at a time. Each prayer is like a drop. Over time, eventually, you end up with a whole lot more water accumulated than you would have initially imagined. But that happens one step at a time, one prayer at a time, and with the Qur'an, one ayah at a time. And when a person connects with it with the sincerest of intentions of really wanting to become a better person, a better Muslim, a better mu'min, a better muhsin, then Allah will guide them down that path. For those who really want guidance, Allah will increase them in guidance. And of course that has to be reflected in our character, especially regarding compassion, regarding mercy. If somebody spends more time with Qur'an, but then they become more harsh, that's the opposite of the de desired effect. But if a person connects more with the Qur'an and they become more generous and they end up giving more and they end up doing more and they end up showing more mercy, smiling more around their parents and their spouse and their kids and their family and, and even, you don't have to lecture them. But they'll notice, they may not say anything for a while, but they'll notice that, you know, when it comes to connecting with Qur'an, when it comes to dad connecting with the Qur'an, when it comes to the son connecting with the Qur'an, the daughter, the wife, the whoever, all of a sudden they, they're changing for the better. All of a sudden there's this glow in their character. 
all of a sudden they're so much nicer and happier and they just seem like a much more content person. But it's up to us to do our part to hang on to that rope of Allah, to cling to that on our end. We ask Allah to help all of us to do so. We ask Allah to help us to maintain a consistent, healthy, practical relationship with the Qur'an even outside the month of Ramadan. And through that, we can maintain some level of sweetness. We ask Allah to help us with that. Amni Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wan. Alhamdulillahi